0: friends, it's me, Katie-Ann, and your host of the Full Confidence Ed podcast, where we go on a journey together tackling the fears of life, from family relationships to finance, from careers to community. Today, we have a special topic that many of you have requested that honestly drives a lot of fear and anxiety, and that is... Dun, 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 interviewing. You guys, this is something that at some point in our life, we're all going to have to do or have already done. And that's either to get a job or in a competition. There is a lot of times in life that you have to interview. And yet it is something that we don't talk about at school very frequently. It's something that it's not like a dinner conversation at home. So how do you know how to rock your interview? Not just do well, but actually rock that interview. So today, our episode is really going over your fundamentals for feeling so good in that interview. Like You're going to walk away from this episode, and this is how I hope you, you're you going to be singing this song like me. But at first, I was afraid. I was petrified. Do, 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 I will survive. <laughs> Woo, you guys, that's my morning voice. It is like 6.40 a.m. over here. So you will survive your interview. You can do this. And this episode is really going to help you. So I'm going to walk you through some interview techniques. And that's partly because this last year has been quite the interviewing extravaganza for me, um, actually the last few years. So currently right now, I'll tell you what I'm doing right now. And then work backwards. So right now I started a little business with some incredible women called HYPE, which stands for heighten your professional experience. So we each come from different backgrounds of life and we come together to coach you through your professional experience. And I have a communications background. And so my primary role in this organization and hype is to coach and with interviewing and communications. So that's what I do is I professionally coach people of how to communicate better to different publics, whether that's in your interview, on social media, through a marketing campaign. That's my role because I work. I love words, guys. That's my professional background. I, I have a background, a degree in public relations and quite a few experiences with communications. So this is what I love to do. I love to transform people through their words. And that's what I do all day, every day in my professional life. So it's kind of exciting. So hype is something that you can also follow on social media and be a part of. We do workshops every once in a while. So it's on Instagram. We're at hype underscore professional underscore development. That's at hype underscore professional underscore development. That's kind of our primary platform that we're working off of right now. Um, and we'll post information about upcoming, upcoming um, workshops that you can attend. There'll be some tips and tricks on there. It's a place to really get that professional help. And that's what we're here for. And please DM me on that um, if you have any questions. So this last year, I told you I had kind of an interview extravaganza, which it really was. So I was getting my degree in public relations and, and um, finished up in that I had worked in the tourism industry doing public relations so quite a bit of experience there I started this podcast which was a lot I was also anchoring on TV so there was a lot to that so kind of my first exposure last year to interview was on TV both being interviewed and interviewing other people realizing that there was positive and really good techniques and there was ways to help someone Feel really good in an interview, and there was ways to not do so well in an interview. And the other thing is, I was competing in the Miss America organization, and you guys, this is crazy. But within nine months, I added it up. I did three hundred hours of interviewing, three hundred hours within nine months. So that's spending. Well, that's that's probably a low estimate of how many hours I was doing. To be honest, I was interviewing multiple hours per week for nine months, so that was a lot of interview practice, drilling, interviewing, and getting really good. And when you practice something that much, you get good at it, you guys. You can get good at interview. It is a soft skill that you can develop. So I do have this interviewing background, and then I I interview people all the time here on the podcast. So I've been on both sides. When I've been in the interview, we helping guide someone through an interview, and then I've been on the side of practicing 300 hours and being the one interviewed. So kind of exciting on that, where I I do have quite a bit of interviewing experience, and that's just this year. I've had a lot of touch points with interviewing, practicing, doing coaching through that in the previous years. So you guys, interview is so important. It's the maker or breaker of a job, right? If you're applying for a job, you can either get the job or not get the job a lot of times based off of that interview. So you're going to walk away from this episode feeling like I'm going to get that job or I'm going to get that that role I want or the competition. I'm going to nail it. And this is the fundamentals of starting that interview. So for I'm just going to leave a second for our sponsors. I'm so grateful for them. And then we're going to jump into how you will rock that interview. I think a lot of times the feeling of fear comes from a lack of control in our lives. And our sponsor, PowerPay, is offering a money master course that's normally $40 for free to all Full Confidence Ahead podcast listeners, so you can take control of your finances this year. The course is video-based and gives you real-life money smarts. So to claim your course, go to extensioncourses.usu.edu slash PAL, which is K-A-T-I-E-A-N-N-P-O-W-E-L-L, and it'll automatically add the money master course. Course to your cart, and you just click checkout and you'll get it for free. You can also access your course by going to extensioncourses.usu.edu and finding the Money Master Course under the finance category, then using the code Katie K A T I E A N N, with no spaces, to claim your $40 discount and free course at checkout. So let's master our money together. And we're back and ready to jump in. Okay, you guys. Interviewing, the big word. <laughs> okay, so your first thing with an interview, what is the purpose of an interview? Because when we understand this, we can actually build a good interview because I think a lot of us kind of go into these interviewing sessions for a job, for a competition, for whatever it is without having to find that purpose. And then it's all over the place in messy because we didn't come in with a clear defined objective and goal during our session. So interviewing, I'm going to give you my definition, but I want you to think about it and find your own purpose. But this is kind of a general definition. And then you can tweak that to your specific interview. But interviewing is to see if you match the company or organization and if the company or organization matches you. Now that second part is kind of something that we all forget is, does that company match you? You are interviewing that company or that organization as much as they are interviewing you. I'm going to say that again, because that's not typically talked about, but you are interviewing the company or organization as much as they are interviewing you. So a lot of times we go in nervous or maybe it's just me (laughs) to an interview, but honestly, you should also have them a little bit on edge, you should be asking questions and we're gonna go through what kind and how. You should be able to see by the end a little bit more clearly Will I fit into this organization? Does this fit my needs? And you should be able to feel at ease discovering, asking questions in that process, because it's just as much of a match that they're trying to find as much as you are trying to find. You should have that liberty. So I want you to now kind of change your purpose for interview, thinking of that, that it's not just them saying if you're a good match, you go in with this active position you are looking to see if they're the match for you too because because you're worth it. You have skills. You have things that other people don't and you will be great in a workplace or in a competition space and you have the opportunity to see if that organization, if that company matches you as well. So that's a little bit more of an active mindset to go into an interview and it changes the whole entire experience. I promise you when you're, when you're going in with that idea that you are also seeking if they're a match, not only if you're a match for them. So that's our first step, is the purpose of the interview is to find that match. For the company, a lot of times, they're trying to, we think a lot of times, they're trying to find the best candidate. Now, best is so relative. Is it the candidate with the most experience? And from my coaching and going through interviewing, honestly, a lot of times it's not necessarily someone with the best experience, but it's someone with the best connection. So that's another part of our purpose in our interview is to connect. Because if someone is really experienced, but they don't get along in the workspace, that's not going to be a positive environment for anyone to work in. And projects won't really be productive. Now, if you get someone else who's maybe not as experienced, but connects really well with the team, they will learn so well in the workspace and grow and help that team so much. So a lot of times we need to go in thinking, okay, I'm looking to not necessarily be the most impressive, but I'm looking to be the most connective. So that's a little bit different when you connect with someone versus showing off right that comes through sharing your experiences a little bit more genuinely rather than just like dropping your experiences like a like a mic drop you know um, we want to have genuine connection genuine interaction and that also helps you understand if you're the right you're the right person for them and they're the right place for you so our two objectives really are going in with the mindset of connection and also seeing if this is a good spot for both of you. You have that active role of seeing if it's a good place for you and they're looking if it's a good place, good person for them to come and work or compete, whatever whatever that looks like. So I want that to be your big word, like put a sticky note on your head. I don't know, just remember connection. This makes a huge difference. You are going in to connect rather than impress anyone can impress, not everyone can connect. So connecting, how do we do that, right? A lot of times connecting stems from the idea of you understanding yourself and then you also understanding that company organization. What I mean is digging down deep and asking yourself the question, why are you the best candidate for the job? Now I say that And it's so interesting because that was a really hard question for me for a really long time. I had a really hard time with that question for about two years answering why am I the best candidate for the job? Because I thought in my head that it was cocky that I was comparing myself. And that is not what this question is doing. So let me really help you through this question. You are not comparing yourself to any candidate for the job any candidate for a competition this is not a side-by-side comparison saying well i'm better than them i'm not i did not ask why you're better than a candidate i said why are you the best candidate for the job which really is under underneath this question is why are you unique because every single candidate applying for a job or a competition has a different skill set we're all different and that's really exciting And so what is your specific skill set that at this time matches really well with a company or organization? Typically, that's maybe a past experience. That can be a personality trait. That can be some ability. For example, I'm going to go back to a job I was applying for two years ago. So it was at a biocommunications lab. So a lot of people had some science interest or experience and some communications experience. Because biocommunications is the intersection between biology and communications. Now, I also did. So that was something that all of our candidates shared. But I had an extra background in something kind of random. I had it in harp. So I played the harp. I love music. And I brought that to them in my interview saying, I also want to add this to the company. I play music and I want to research the intersection between biology, communications, and music. And I wanted to do a research project based off of how would your body's physiologic, physio, physiological woo, that was a hard word this morning <laughs> response change to an advertisement as you changed the music. And that was something unique that they hadn't had a researcher do in the lab before and I was hired. So what is something that makes you unique or different? Not necessarily, it's not looking from side to side at different candidates saying, why am I better than them? Because guess what? Newsflash, sometimes we're not better or worse. It's just different. And at different times, different companies are going to be looking for different aspects, right? I had a theater teacher who always I compared this when we were auditioning for for different um, parts in a musical or a play. He always compared this to a fruit basket is, we're all in this big fruit basket and you're an apple, I'm a banana, someone else is a blueberry, whatever, all these different types of fruit. And sometimes in a musical we're looking for a banana and you're an and you're the apple and you can be the very best apple you can be, but they need a banana this time. And maybe another time they need a blueberry and another time they need an apple. And so sometimes there's just going to be a better fit, but you want to be the very best you. And that does not mean that someone's better than you. It just means that someone's different than you. So that's also a mentality. If you don't get the job, the role, the part, just know that does not, that really, it really, I'm very passionate about that. It does not mean that someone is better than you. And I repeat that. It does not mean that someone is better than you. It just means that were all unique and they needed that specific talent for this time and your specific talent will be used and should be used at another time. So go and find the place and purpose for you to use that talent. So if you can't tell, I'm really passionate about that and answering this question of why are you the best candidate for the job? So kind of going back to my interviewing experience, I mentioned this, but it took me two years to answer that question. This was a hard question for me. I I really struggled with it every single week for two years. And I would I actually physically wrote out answers to why was I the best candidate for a position I was applying for for two years. Isn't that kind of crazy? And I really struggled feeling like I was the best candidate for the job. And then something clicked one day about this question. It wasn't, I I was having the idea that I was saying, why am I better than the other candidates? And as soon as I could take that myth out and come in with idea, what makes me different or unique, not better or worse, just different or unique. Then I was able to answer that question with ease and it became so much more clear for me to walk into an interview and articulate what I could offer the company. And our match was so much better. And that's what happens as soon as you answer this question of why are you the best candidate for the job? So for me, that time, I'll give you the ex- an experience of everyone who was applying to this job, had a lot of experience in the community, in service, and but I had a very specific background in what I'm doing right now, <laughs> podcasting. That was actually my touch point that made me unique is to say, okay, I have a podcast. And because of that, I've learned one, two, three, four, five different skills that I can apply in one, two, three, four, five ways in your company, and that was so unique and different and something they had not heard yet in the interview process. So find your unique thing, and that was a soft skill that I'm that I'm giving you an example of. If I started my podcast, this can be also a personality trait that is, it can be something you've done, it can be an experience, something, anything that makes you unique. Okay. So I hope I drove that point home. That is step 1 as we're going through this experience. And just reiterating with that, truly as you answer the question of why you are the best candidate for the job, there is something that flows through your interview because you've articulated in your head and verbally to yourself why you are the best candidate for the job, saying that to a company then and practicing it out loud so you can say it to them. And articulating them is really important. Saying, "Hey, I match this role this year at this time because I've got some unique skills right for you. And that's so valuable for them to know. So it's totally okay for you to walk in and kind of take charge. Even if they don't ask you a question that's intuitive for you to answer that way, you can have a moment either at the end or the beginning and just say, you know what, there's some information that I think will be valuable for you, but I have... I'm going to give you an example with my podcast, but I have this podcast and I know that this skill of interviewing will help me in this job. And that's something that's unique and specific that you're probably looking for. And I wanted to make sure that you knew that and that was articulated. So make sure you can articulate that. Please feel free. Please do articulate that question to your company organization or wherever you're applying. Okay, so some other things. Normally, and I hope you did, is when you apply for any position, you're applying with a resume. And if they didn't ask for a resume, please feel free to bring it in. Bring it in and it's giving them something tangible for them to remember after your interview. Okay, so your resume is awesome. And that can be a topic for another day of going over and how to develop and really create a good resume. So on your resume, you'll have past professional experience and education. And going through and knowing your resume inside out is imperative. So the Week before, go through every day and read every single point off of that resume inside and out. Because a lot of times for us, we'll like make our resume and for two years, we'll use the same resume and you don't go back and review it. So the employer will ask you a question on the third experience down and you've totally forgotten you even put that there. And then the words kind of stumble out. We don't want that happening to you. So review it every single day that week before going into your interview. And when you review each point, I would encourage you print off your resume and then bullet point one to three things for every experience that you could talk about. For example, I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, some of my experience was doing tourism um, and public relations and tourism. So that's on my resume. So let me think of like one or two things I could say about that. So in that experience, I had the opportunity to be a part of the rebranding launch for the city. And that's a big deal. It was going through and meeting with the local media and organizing that and seeing what a brand launch looks like and rebranding. So that's one of my points is when they ask me about that experience, I can articulate the rebranding launch, that one tangible night that I got to be with all the media and the TV stations give them press kits and the weeks leading up to that, that we compiled that press kit, compiled everything that we needed for that brand launch. So it was an experience that I could share when they asked me about that, that professional experience. So go through your whole resume and for your schooling and for your professional experience, for your service, every part of your resume. Bullet point one to three things that you could say if they ask you about that experience so you are ready for them. And then practice saying it out loud. That is something that we don't always do with interviewing. Practice, practice, practice out loud. It is really important. Uh, We think sometimes like, oh, I'm going to go through this mentally. And by magic, it's going to be amazing when I say it out loud. And I'm here to tell you, it does not. (laughs) And speaking from experience, having 300 hours in the nine months of out loud experience, your head and your mouth don't always connect unless you practice connecting them. So practice connecting them. Talk experiences out loud. Practice, 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 practice. And that leads me to my next point with interviewing. Practice. (laughs) I already said it. Okay. Okay. Real talk here, practicing interview. How, why, how long, what is this practice, right? Um, Like I said, unless we practice out loud, it normally comes out awkward. It is a skill to speak and it's a skill to speak to multiple people. It's a skill to speak concisely and clearly. It is something that we need to develop and learn and we do it in our heads and then it doesn't always translate to our mouths. So newsflash, if you didn't know this, Um, good interviews don't happen overnight. Too often I see people or have people coming to me asking to do a practice interview one or two days before they interview for the big job. That doesn't really help. It can get you in the right mindset to go. But if you want to have a good interview in two days, that doesn't happen. You need a lot more time to get a good interview. It takes a couple weeks to get a good interview or to really refine it. And if you're ready to start doing a job process, set aside 30 minutes a day. Nope, sorry, not a day. Woo, not a day, that'd be a lot guys. 30 minutes a week. 30 minutes a week to practice interviewing. And do that consistently Honestly, if you're in the interviewing process, I would encourage doing five, at least five minutes a day of practice. Now, what can that practice look like? Because that can look like practice interviews. So grabbing someone else and saying, hey, can you be a mock interview for me? And will you just ask me questions as if it was a job interview? That's always a great experience. But you can also do some things on your own that you might not um, have thought about. One of the best ways to practice interview is recording yourself, listening to yourself, recording yourself, listening to yourself. It forces you to hear what you're saying. So what you should do is you can Google interview questions, Google interview questions, and then ask yourself one of them. Like, What is a past experience that you had to do demonstrate really good project management? Let's just take that question for example. So you ask yourself that question, then you're going to push play on your phone of the record button, and you're going to answer that question, however you would answer it. Then you're going to push stop once you're done. Then sometimes the scary part, at least for me, you're going to listen to what you said. Ah! It's really not that scary, guys. Don't judge yourself. There is no judgment. You didn't say anything good or bad. There's no right or wrong answers in an interview. There's just improvement. So do not judge when you have produced some sort of an answer to an interview. Just accept what you did and be like, this is awesome. I did an interview. So listen to yourself. And then what you're going to do is you're going to ask yourself the exact same question. And you're going to try to do the answer a little bit more concisely and clearly. So you're going to re-record yourself again and again and again. Ask yourself that question again and again and again and again until you feel like, man, The answer to that question was so good. And guess what? Answer it like five or six or seven different ways until you're like, oh, you know what? That was a solid answer. And so you're also thinking, man, I could pull this experience into this if that was applicable or this experience. Have some different options that you could use with that question and get really comfortable. Then move on to the next question and the next question. And once you're ready, once you've done the voice recording, the next step is to do video recording and watch yourself watch your face, watch your body language. Because a lot of times you give really solid answers, but our bodies are like hunched. Or for me, you have that mad face. You're like, my face is mad, but my my voice is happy. And you want those two things to match. So when you're ready, move to video and critique yourself there. And this is all positive critiques. Have positive mental mentality going through of like, man, I am so awesome for even practicing. It's like, of the world even practices and I am doing awesome and I'm going to be so good. So just talk to yourself. There is no like, oh man, that was really bad or that was a bad answer. No bad answers. There's just improvement. Just embrace what you said and be like, that was awesome. And I'm going to even make it different or better. So no judging yourself as you're going through, okay? So be practicing this all the time. Another thing is you can just ask, honestly, I did this at the dinner table. I'm like, all right, ask me a question. And I just have my family, my friends ask me a question and just really get totally in the habit of answering questions all of the time. So just answer questions, answer questions, answer questions, record yourself. And yeah, do mock interviews too, but I hope that gives you some tactics and techniques as well to practice interviewing. And you can do this by yourself. When you're recording yourself, you can get a good interview, really practicing by yourself, really articulating by yourself. Articulate that question too. Why are you the best candidate for the job? Practice, 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 (laughs) Uh, That goes along with a principle that I love. If you've ever read the Atomic Habits, one of my favorite books, they talk about this 1% principle and they talk about it ice cube so if you put an ice cube at 17 degrees it's frozen you bump it up a degree nothing much happens you bump it up you bump it up you bump it up really nothing happens and even at 31 degrees nothing happens and then you hit 32 and it starts melting and it's a one degree difference or 33 degrees because 32 is the freezing point point. <laughs> 33 degrees so that one degree difference between 32 and 33 degrees it's a one percent difference But it does make the ice cubes start to melt. And that's what we're looking for in interview. A lot of times you're going to feel like you're moving from 17 degrees to 18 degrees to 19 degrees where you're like, okay, I'm working, but I'm not seeing a lot of improvement. And one day it's going to be from 32 degrees to 33 degrees. It's going to be just 1% because you're doing 1% every single day, those five minutes a day. And it will compound over time. And suddenly it'll like be boom, click, good, and it'll start melting and flowing so well and so good. So don't be discouraged if you feel like you're working really hard and you're not seeing results very fast. Totally, totally normal. You are totally doing the right thing. Totally normal. You are doing okay. Don't worry about that. You've got this, okay? So remember that 1% principle. It is compounded over time and one day you will hit that point between 32 and 33 degrees. It really does happen. One more point before we end here is be knowledgeable about the company that you go or organization that you go and interview with. Now that seems so like, yeah, yeah, I know that. But I want you to not just be knowledgeable, come in with one to two very specific and niche questions that you ask them at the end of the interview. Typically at the end of an interview, they will ask you, do you have any questions for us? always have a question. Always, 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 always. And you can use one of these questions for it. And also ask questions about the job of, okay, what does this really look like? Or how does the company culture, what would my hours look like? Of you understanding what the job role is, but also ask one of these questions as a very specific and niche question about the company. For example, I'm going to take the idea of MIT for a second. So MIT... We're going to go with the Sloan MBA, the School of Management. Okay. So they have in, I, I've done some research. So they have oceans that, which is like your, your core class group that you go around and you take your classes with. They have oceans and they also have some very specific values. And one of them is creativity. Okay. So I pulled those off of their website. I, it, it took a minute for me to dig through and pull those things out and, um, so it's not just like the first thing that pops up on their webpage. So when you find something niche, do dig a bit about this company, ask around. So in, if I was interviewing for MIT Sloan, then I would ask a very specific question of, hey, I know we have oceans activities, which I would use their specific word for my classroom, which they just use a niche word, oceans. So to demonstrate that I did my research, hey, I know we have oceans activities and I'm a harpist. Is there ever an opportunity for us to share our talent with our oceans? So that question is a really a great question. And I'm going to break it down why. So it shows I did extra research. Oceans wasn't just on their homepage, right? It's their their unique group for saying your, your team, your class. And they have a very specific word for that. So rather than me saying, oh, I understand that you have class activities and I play the harp. Can I come and Like, is there an opportunity to share your talent? Sure, that would be Okay. But saying their very niche-specific word shows that I did research and I value them and their wording and their values. So that's that was really cool. So go through and look through a website, organization, talk to people, get more than skin deep. Go a little bit deeper. Um, the other thing of creativity, you could ask about, okay, I understand that creativity is one of your core values. and. I see you do that a lot with AI. Is there also an option to do that with communications? Because I see you apply it in the scientific world and I've been impressed that you have this creativity with numbers. And I want to also bring creativity with words. How can I apply that? So same thing, same idea, a little bit more than skin deep research um, application. And then I'm also pairing that with something that is specific to me right? So it interests me and it's more than skin deep. So come up with these niche questions one to two and ask them at the end with also any other generic questions of, okay, what will this, what are the hours really going to be like? What's the company culture like? Please ask those as well and get the information that you need. And then ask something really niche to show that you cared and you did your homework that has leaps and bounds of effects on a company and leaves a fabulous impression. Um, I hope that you're feeling like, I can do this. I will survive my interview. Now, this is just the start of interview techniques process. We just covered some of the the simple things to starting how to rock your interview. On Hype, we go way more into depth on how to embody not only these things of rocking your interview, but now starting to make it personalized to you, finding your core values, knowing what kind of questions and how to answer them, how long you should be answering them. So a lot more specific into this, but this got you rolling. So follow our Instagram, the at Hype, H-Y-P-E, that's Hype. I should have spelled that out. H-Y-P-E, so at Hype underscore professional underscore development, so at H-Y-P-E underscore professional underscore development. And you can find our workshops. We'll go even farther into depth than I did had time to do in this podcast on interviewing. And we'll post tips and tricks. We'll also have workshops that you can jump on. They are fabulous. So we want you to be a part of that. We want you to grow. We want you to rock you. And I, I started off this podcast talking about that, the question of why are you the best candidate for the job? because this is not a comparison side to side but this is you becoming the best version of yourself and i believe that full heartedly you can and you should become the best version of yourself in your interview in your life and we're here to help you with that hype that's our purpose is helping you become the best version of yourself professionally and personally through your core values and having that come out in your professional life and that can really happen and it's pretty magical it's very fulfilling so I'm very excited that we got to go over some interviewing techniques. That's been something that many of you have been asking for. And I'm going to answer the question that I always ask people on my podcast, but what's one piece of advice you'd give your younger self to boost your confidence? And this definitely goes along with what we've been talking about. And I would say, instead of looking side to side, I would look in and out. And what I mean by that is a lot of times we look side to side on social media, in our friend groups of, man, they're better, I'm worse, I'm worse, they're better. Like we do this comparison thing. Rather than comparing, I would look in and out. And what I mean by that is I look into the unique talents and gifts that I have and have gratitude for them. And then I look out and find the unique gifts and talents other people have because we don't want to all be the same, right? That's so boring. And we can, there is space in this world to have so many talents and so many gifts. And I'm grateful that I have some of those. And I'm grateful that so many other people fulfill my fulfill what I don't have, that they make this world a better place with their musical talent, with their science talent, whatever it is, their personalities. And there is space in the world to have people with unique gifts. And so finding those unique gifts in yourself and then appreciating them in other people makes the world a better place. Instead of trying to compare all of ourselves on the same scale, we're, we're not on the same scale. We're all different people with different talents. And that pulls into your interview too, you guys, that is when you understand that too. And you're asking answering that question, why are you the best candidate for the job? You're looking inward and outward. You're looking at yourself and what you have and appreciating it. And then also looking at other people. There's no comparison. There's just appreciation and gratitude. So thank you for joining me today. Every Tuesday morning, we come out with a new episode. And until next week. My favorite thing each week is just to listen to the stories of these incredible people on the podcast. They give me confidence in all areas of my life. The Full Confidence Ahead sponsor, Utah Money Moms, has boosted my financial confidence. I remember the first time I heard about them on YouTube, I just found this video about tracking your expenses they had done, and it was so simple and confidence-building that I went to their website and started downloading as much material as I could. Make sure you head over to utahmoneymoms.com after this episode to sign up for their free webinars on all